Do you remember our super cool podcast? My episode is different from regular episodes. It's like this episode is in the top percentage of episodes. Do you know what I'm saying? Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Welcome. Uh, did that make sense to anyone? No, yes. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, oh no, Sarah. You'll get it eventually. We'll explain it. We'll is it, explain is this it. like a? Is this something else I'm missing out on because I never played the original games? Uh, it's something you're missing out on from not playing gold and partly also you're missing out on the internet. It's a big old meme. Yeah. <laughs> the kids love memes. We'll I'm not a big it to internet you. person. Yeah, please do. I'm not a big internet <laughs> trendy person. Well, what better time to explain it to you than on the episode for this specific Pokemon whose name is... Ratatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
I've seen uh, Pokemon the first movie in theaters, Pokemon the movie 2000, also in theaters and never Same. again, uh, and uh, Pokemon, what, the third movie? Is that what it was called? With uh, Unknown and Entei? Entei? I, I saw forget. that one. I definitely saw and, that one. There was the and Deoxys those, one. Those are my only movies that I've ever seen. The best one is there's one all about uh, Celebi. And Celebi makes Ash go back in time. And he he, like meets a little kid who's really good friends with Celebi and they like fight and go through this whole like, you know, thing and they try to save Celebi from these like Pokemon attackers and whatever. And then like he's going to go back to his time and uh, he's like, you know, I'll always remember you as my great friend. And the kid's like. He wants to, like, become the best Pokemon, like, sketcher. Like, he does, like, field drawings. That's cute. So, so he's drawing, and he draws, like, Pikachu, and he draws Ash, and his name is, like, Sammy. And oh, then later, at the going. end of the movie, he goes back to the future, and Celebi comes through, and Professor Oak sees him, and then he goes to this old leather-bound notebook, and there are pictures of sketched-out Pikachu. It was... Samuel Oak. It was Professor Oak as a kid. Good old Samuel Oak. And his cousin, Samson Oak. I, it's, it's because he's got a hardwood dick. That's why. (laughs) Uh, Also, I can hear, is that dirt bike in the background? That is dirt bike. Our beautiful kitty dirt bike. She's been extra chatty today. But, is he uh, is he a uh, a, a, a rat repellent ki- kitty cat? You know she, what? I think she would fuck up a rat if one came into the house. Yeah, she totally would. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's doing her she's doing her cry. Um, so ratat. Okay, we're, it's time for podcast. Ratatitty, can you tell her to stop? kitty. <laughs> no, she wants to play. She's not going to stop till I play with her. So I'm just going to you know. Take this toy and spin it around until she leaves me alone. <laughs> Got it. But meanwhile, so Ratatat, originally named Ratatak, uh, is the first Pokemon whose name is the same in French, Italian, Spanish, and English. Damn. That's I a, actually didn't, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I just, just had. So much... Go ahead. Go ahead. I just had English, uh, Japanese, and I think I, I put down German today. For What's both German? Of these. Um, German, uh, was rat frats, rat frats, rat frats. I really like the German radicate too. Yeah. I don't know if we want to get there. It's just because it's, it's a uh, radicarl. <laughs> yeah. Radicarl. With a K, just like our yeah. good friend Carl. Aw, yeah. that's perfect. Just like our, our good friend Nails. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, of course, the Japanese name is Korata, which means child rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, that's fair. Yeah, just like, you know, small, small baby, baby boy. It's not that small, though. I mean, it is a 7.7 pound rat. <laughs> that's pretty intense, even for the New York City rats. Yeah, but if you take into account... Uh, alternate typings it oh, is yeah. the smallest dark type pokemon if you go to hawaii mm-hmm. 
It's legit. Yep. We've gotten to our first Alolan Pokemon in the Pokedex. Which is crazy because it still, of course, resembles the original Pokemon, but they delved into the history of this Pokemon and the history of uh, our world is bleeds into it, which is super fascinating. Yeah. Um, but on the normal Ratatat. Yeah. Uh, the one that based, we all grew up with. The little purple guy. Yeah. He's based on a Dumbo rat, which is also known as the fancy rat in the pet world. <laughs> Ooh. So is it purple because purple kind of equates to royalty? So it's like a royal rat. <laughs> No, I think they just picked purple because it's neat. Purple's a great color. It's my favorite I mean, color. He looks really cute in some of the uh, the modern day images of him. It's true. And I think the Dumbo Rat from the images I brought up were adorable. Oh, I gotta I, look this up now. I did not look it up. I, I saw that there was a, such a thing as a Dumbo rat in like one little instance of my research. And then I thought, that's fake. And then I didn't look it up. <laughs> Dumbo uh-uh. rat, after Disney's Dumbo, the thing that scarred me for life as a kid. No, thank you. Oh, but wait no. a second. Are we going to get Why? a little Peter story? Oh, uh, I mean, what, why did it scar you? Why did it scar little Peter? Well, it was it was really scary um, and, and really sad. Specifically in the beginning of the movie, he gets separated from his mom, and his mom is like a, a circus elephant, and uh, she's like, "Go, Dumbo, you can be free, but I can't because I'm too big to escape through these bars." And the, there's like lightning. <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden, my dad taped over it with, um, like, opera, some some form of opera. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> that, that would show up for, like, two minutes of Dumbo, and then the next scene would happen. So I was like, all right, so it's, it's scary, and he's being separated from his mom, and it's really sad. And then all of a sudden, just a guy just singing, like, opera as, as strong as he can. <laughs> And then uh, it goes and he's uh, escaped from the circus and it's on to the next thing where he's like, you know, the crows are teaching him how to fly with his big poofy ears. I I don't even I know I've seen Dumbo, but I don't remember it. I Dumbo, don't even know. Dumbo's Dumbo pretty. Rat. Dumbo's pretty traumatizing if you go back to it. It's pretty sad. Yeah. What's even more traumatizing is how ugly they made Rattata. Based on the Dumbo rat, because the Dumbo rat is actually pretty cute, but Rattata is very ugly. Mm, I I don't know. It's a rat. They try to. It resembles a mouse. But it's a cute too. rat. The Dumbo rat is freaking adorable. But like, so here's the thing about them. I think this is why they picked that rat because also Dumbo rat could fuck shit up because the fancy rats were originally um, bred for blood sport in the 1800 and 1900 centuries in Europe. For blood sport? Yeah, you would get your rat and you would train it to be a good fighter, teach it bite and hyper fang, and then you would make it fight somebody else's rat. That's so barbaric. How could they even think about doing that? That's gross. Later, later they were bred as pets. It was just real life Pokemon. <laughs> so wait a second. This makes this makes the gold Pokedex entry make a lot of sense then. It says, 
It eats everything. Wherever food is available, it will settle down and produce offspring continuously. So, okay, there's a couple of things about this Pokedex entry that bothers me. One is that it, it focuses on the food aspect and that's like a scavenger and all that. But then it's like, yeah, but then it settles down so it can produce offspring. I'm like, what? I didn't think that was going to escalate to offspring from like its ravenous nature. <laughs> Ratatat likes to fuck. Sure does. Much, likes to eat and likes to fuck. And much like the offspring, it's pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> a purple guy. Get it right. You got to keep them separated if you don't want two rabbits, huh? <laughs> Oh, and uh, hey, come on, let's all, play Pokemon. Yeah, all all <laughs> of the all of the Pokedex entries can basically be shortened to strong teeth, good ears, <laughs> and likes and likes to fornicate and reproduce. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got good teeth, good dick, good ears, <laughs> and the females got little whiskers. That's the difference. And they live in mountains and towers and forests and fields and caves, and not houses. No, because that's not a tower. I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird that they put towers in that list. So what about apartment buildings? That works. It depends if it's a tall one. Ew, I'm good. What is what is a tower? Does a tower, I imagine it needs to be like taller than it is wide. Then it becomes a tower. I guess. Yeah. We have to look I at mean, the definition of a tower. Most of the like, towers in the Pokemon universe are buildings that uh, are basically like caves in nature but they go up instead gotcha. of down yeah so a tower is by definition a tall narrow building either freestanding or forming part of a building such as a church or castle oh. so i, guess I think our... in pokemon in pokemon speak it's um is it something that you can uh find wild pokemon on? no yeah find <laughs> wild pokemon in and then use an escape rope or the move dig in as a field mechanic. Yeah, it's like going up. Yeah, it's like a not a, a, a an up an up dungeon where wild <laughs> Pokemon are um you can use dig or an escape rope to get out of. Uh there are uh items on the floor, uh and then trainers will uh be able to battle you in it and not sell you goods or services or heal your Pokemon. <laughs> Must be wearing a shirt and shoes for service. So no Koga. Koga. No, no. uh, No, not Koga. Uh, Fucking who's the. Bruno. Bruno. That's what I was thinking of. Because Bruno is never wearing shoes or a shirt ever. Oh, and he actually turns away from you when you talk to him after you beat him. What a disgrace. Look me in the eyes and tell me I beat you. He turns away from you because his pride won't let him look at you because he is now the uh, beta male and you're the alpha male or the oh, alpha man. female. Yeah. Take that. You're on to go fight Laura. Is it Lorelai next or Agatha? Agatha's next. Agatha. <laughs> More oh, like that, Agatha. <laughs> that Samuel Oak was really cute in his day, but now he's just an ugly bastard <laughs> um so the shiny ratata ratatat started off as gray and later became a pale goldish color uh and yeah and i think we talked about how it may have the lowest type uh normal type base hp but um it and, uh, also he, 
I, I was just saying that uh, as a dark type, the thing that I, I noticed about him was that he was the smallest. He's the smallest dark type. Aww. Yeah. Which, there's not... There's probably a ton of dark type, but I still feel like, oh, that's a new type. There's probably yeah. not too many. Like that's one of those new types. Fairy. Yeah, that's the weird thing, too, is that, like, as uh, the new types come, uh, there was only Steel and Dark back in the second gen, and then Fairy back in, what, sixth gen? And I know yeah. nothing about the fairy type, and I still feel like steel. I'm like befuddled by like what is steel even? I don't know. It's resistant <laughs> to everything, maybe. I don't know. But fire but, but burns fire. steel. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know. Sometimes I hit it with fighting in it. Good. Other times it no good. I don't fucking know. I was so I pissed. Just, I was yes. playing Sword and Shield the other day, and I, I encountered a wild bronzer. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna. My nine tails got oh, this in the bag. Bronzer is the worst steel type because <laughs> it has two special abilities. One of yep. it is fireproof, and the other one is levitate. Mm-hmm. So that takes yep. out one of its two weaknesses. Oh my so god! So I learned that the hard way when I was like, oh okay, flamethrower take care of it. Nope. I was like, it killed me in an instant. I was like, okay, uh, fuck you. I don't want you now. But it's just um, like a smiling little dish. <laughs> yeah. I have actually a, a story about uh, Bronzer and Bronzong was uh, we... way back. We can go into it. We're not going to get to Bronzor and Bronzong for a long time. We're not. We definitely are. I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, shit, that's years away. Okay. Wait, go. what generation is are they? Fourth generation. Third. They're fourth. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh. Way back in the day, um, we were going to do a uh, tournament because the fourth generation had just come out. It was uh, my friend Alec, my friend Greg, my friend Steve, and myself, and my friend John. And we were all going to do two gyms and then fight each other and then go two more gyms and then fight each other and then two more gyms and fight each other. And just go throughout the game like that. And uh, and my friend John, he really liked Bronzor and Bronzong. So he went the entire game with a... Uh, he called himself Dr. Bog. And he had uh, a team of uh, <laughs> of six Bronzong. <laughs> and he just went through what? the game like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Dr. Bog. I, I don't know anything about John anymore, uh, except for the fact that I think he's uh, married and is a, a father of one or two. So Bronzongs. Yeah. Little bronzers. He, he Little bronzers. No, no, we're not talking about Raticate and Radita that much. <laughs> we're done with that. Yeah, too bad it's their own episode, right? We're not going to talk yeah. about those rats. Uh, no, it's, I've, got a lot, I've got a lot about uh, these guys, too, so... Which is funny because I have something that is like Rattata is the first example of a Pokemon that can use the fear tactic. Oh, I was gonna talk so much about fear. But but I kind of wanna save the fear tactic for the Do Duo episode so that Carl can share an anecdote. You know, Rata Carl. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, if you want to save it, I mean, fear was is basically Rattata's strategy. It is, but so we can share it with Rattat. No, let's, we can. Let's give a. I will tell my story. We can build it up. We we can let uh, viewers think about fear and meditate on fear. Well, I can even stand for. It, it stands for effing evil annoying rat. <laughs> <laughs> No, what does it actually stand for? Sarah, do you know about fear? Do you know about fear? Have you experienced fear? Uh, I've actually... Every waking... Go ahead. (laughs) I've actually used fear before on an ex-girlfriend, which is Focus Sash, Endeavor, Attack, Rattata. Do you know what... Wait, is that legit? Yeah, Focus Sash... Is the held item. Endeavor is the move. Attack is what happens after Endeavor. Quick attack. And Rattata stands for Rattata. The the Pokemon Mm -hmm. Rattata. How deep do you want me to go into this? Let's just go into it. Let's do it. Okay. So, it's a a strategy. uh, In competitive battling, you might know competitive battling from what you're supposed to do with Pokemon instead of loving them. Um, uh, imagine that. Yeah. So just like um, the Dumbo rat. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a, yeah, it's a strategy that you can use that a level one Rattata, one of the weakest Pokemon can take on any other Pokemon in the game, albeit probably ghost types in Rattata's, um, you know, case. Um, so you have a level one Rattata. It knows two moves. It knows Endeavor and it knows Quick Attack. And it holds one item. Uh, any Pokemon can only hold one item. And that item is the Focus Sash. So then a, uh, a well, the opponent... What does the Focus Sash do? The opponent says, ooh, look at this level one Rattata. I'll... I'll, I'll I'll talk about the focus sash after what the opponent sees. Of course. The opponent sees, oh, look at this level one Rattata. This person must be some sort of noob, not a god gamer <laughs> like me. I'm going to attack it with my strongest hyper beam move or my uh, strongest uh, body slam you name it, an attack move. It has, it has to attack. It has to do damage for the strategy to work. I will attack it with my attack. I will attack it with a move that does damage and doesn't cause any other status effects whatsoever. Yes. So uh, then you attack. And because you're Rattata, the strongest Rattata, the top percentage of Rattata is wearing a Focus Sash. The Focus Sash states that if a move was going to bring you from maximum HP to the minimum HP. You are left with one HP. And then you've already queued up a move. And that move is called Endeavor. It's a normal type move with 5 PP that states you take the opponent's Pokemon and you bring it down to your HP. And you're at 1 HP. So the opponent's Pokemon goes down to 1 HP. Well, then 
whatever. The opponent's Pokemon is still the strongest level 100 Mewtwo in the land. He caught it at the bottom of the Cerulean Cave, and he's just waiting to kill you. But what's that? You queue up... Quick attack! A, a quick attack! And you know what quick attack does? It goes so, first. It has priority! It has uh-huh. a plus one priority. It goes first, and it, it, regardless of how weak your Pokemon is, I think in the first generation, um, or some generations, it could actually do zero damage. And oh, it actually man. states your attack missed. But I think in subsequent generations, you actually will always do one HP worth of damage, and it'll take out your opponent. You've killed a level 100 Mewtwo, Groudon, Kyogre, whatever, with a level 1 Rattata that can learn all of its moves through normal leveling up or TMs, HMs. You don't, you don't have to do anything special. Your your fear has, has killed legends. And the yeah. opponent weeps because its Mewtwo was the strongest and you had a level one yeah that is so crazy i need to try that it works i i did it with a i had a doe duo named champion who used to do that tactic to people is it only certain pokemon that can do it It yeah it needs to be a pokemon that can learn endeavor usually it's an egg move it's something that's or uh something transferred through breeding yeah so it has to learn endeavor it has to learn a priority attack move it has to um you know basically be weak enough yeah get one shotted but in some cases it um i mean if your opponent knows that you're going for that it's you know they'll they'll work around it um if it's a ghost type pokemon um endeavor is a normal type move so uh ghost type moves can't work against um or normal type moves can't work against ghost pokemon so then you're screwed um but the other thing too let's say that that pokemon you're facing uses like a buff they take that time to be like well if this thing's in front of me and i don't really need to take it down what can it do to me i'm going to like use agility raise my speed raise my defense it will still remember Rattata has the lowest hp of all normal type pokemon so even though it's not at one hp it'll bring it down to its hp level which is tiny so you're still going to do an insane amount of damage for a level one pokemon. that is insane I never really mm-hmm. got into like competitive Pokemon before. I, like I said, I, I'm very much a Pokedex kind of gal, but that's some crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, other crazy shit is Rattata, I mean, has that tactic named after it. Also, technically, a starter Pokemon. Yeah. What? How is In it a starter Pokemon? Pokemon Rumble, a fun beat em up game. Oh. You start with with the Rattata. And also in the manga, uh, Yellow, which is the character added in a little bit later, it's Yellow's first Pokemon in Pokemon Adventures. Uh, Red helps her catch it. She's being attacked by a Dratini, and he helps fight it off. She gets, of course, a Pikachu. Um, but before, she gets a Rattata that hangs with her. So, 
couple first Pokemon, and I mean, it's it's really made to be your punching bag slash teach you how to catch Pokemon, much like Pidgey. Yeah, and he's he's really not that bad for a, a starter Pokemon. I mean, he falls off later, but you know, with any Pokemon that's meant to get you uh, slog you through the first part of the the game, normal is always a good type. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, resisted by, you know, your rocks and your steels. But, um, you know, they usually have strong m- moves. Uh, he can learn some pretty good, like, a varied amount of uh, special moves. Um, you know, low base stats, but with, with strong moves and strong abilities to get you through the the beginning part of the game i think one of his abilities guts uh allows you to if you are uh status uh attack with 50 percent more attack than you normally would which is you know not good on a low base stat pokemon but like other pokemon that have that ability are really strong because of a a a held item called like the burn orb or the toxic orb or the what are those called i don't remember right now but they're they're items that uh automatically burn you or uh poison you but if you hold them and you have that ability, you're just immediately stronger at the expense of getting one sixteenth of your health uh, taken away from you per turn. Right. And it makes you 50% stronger on your attack. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's, it's a, it's a pretty strong ability to have. It's one of like the, 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 the stronger abilities that you can have. So, you know, Rotata just, you know, has some, is the strongest Pokemon ever is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, once we've got to Pokemon number 19 and Pokemon number 20, we're, like, done. Like, we're anything, done. anything after this is just a joke, and you can take that with you to the grave. Uh, there are some other Pokemon that only are worth mentioning after these Pokemon because they reference back to this Pokemon because yeah. it is the mouse type. There are other <laughs> mouse types. Sandshrew. Oh. Foreshadowing. Sandshrew, Sandslash, Raichu, and, of course, Pikachu. Who's uh, that? Some... What's, a, what's a Pikachu? Is this yellow guy? Is that oh. Miltank? I don't like yeah. yellow. No, it's got less nipples than Miltank. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, count me out. Yeah, same. But something that's crazy is that every single mouse Pokemon has an Alolan form. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Sandslash, Sandshrew, oh, geez. Raichu. Pikachu technically doesn't, but it, you know, oh, Raichu's that, its evolved form, but it all counts. Wait, does, does Pichu have a... No, Pichu doesn't either, right? Well, I, mean, I don't know if Raichu... I don't think Pichu is a, a mouse-type Pokemon, technically. It what? might be like a baby or something. Oh, gotcha. I mean, Pichu evolves into Pikachu, which evolves into Raichu, which has an Alolan form. It counts. Yeah, it counts. It follows the same trend. I guess there's no Alolan Pikachu. There's an Alolan Sandshrew and a Alolan Slant Slash. And mm-hmm. so yeah, Pikachu and uh, well, Pichu. Pichu is technically not a mouse Pokemon. It is the tiny mouse Pokemon. Oh, and then so. Pik- Pikachu is a mouse Pokemon though. Yeah, 
So I guess Pikachu is the only non-Alolan mouse Pokemon then. Technically, yeah. If you want to split hairs about it. Yeah, but this will bring up the interesting, very interesting history of the Alolan Rattata, which I actually care about this now because this is probably one of the most fascinating things to come out of the Sun and Moon games now when I'm looking at it. You made me care. Because <laughs> Rattatats in the information are non-native to Alola. And they arrived on cargo ships. Some say they arrived on the SS Anne. I think they're just digging in too far. But uh, later, Young Goose were imported to control the population. Which is oh. legit something that happened in the real world in Hawaii. Yeah. It's, um, I think one of the things that I'll probably talk about a lot and will probably talk about a lot on this podcast is non-native and invasive species, <laughs> uh, which is something that I learned about in college and made me depressed ever since. I learned about it watching The Simpsons. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think they bring like a frog to Australia and it like ruins everything. <laughs> I mean, in Australia, they have a huge, huge problem with uh, rabbits, and they've actually put up huge fences to prevent rabbits from spreading. Um, well, what trouble and, do the rabbits cause? Uh, well, with a lot of non-native species, uh, they didn't grow up in that ecosystem so that, you know, rabbits are, um, I mean, they like to screw much like ratata and eradicate. Um, so they, uh, reproduce, uh, they eat a lot of, um, you know, grass and they, they, you know, strip the entire, um, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's really they dry the ecosystem in, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they, they eat a lot of grass and they make it really dry and they they make more wildfires happen yeah you'll go out to your car and they'll be like fucking on it and then you have to like wait because it's awkward (laughs) like the rabbits there they'll look you right in the eye while they're like you know going (laughs) yes yes (laughs) they're like uh they'll they'll, like dress up as a woman and then like (laughs) hit on and trick the hunters and then give them like a big smooch and then they'll be like duck season rabbit season and it'll be real fun but that's that's one thing. But in Hawaii, rats had come over uh, from different cargo ships. Um, and in the end, they decided to import an Asian mongoose um, mm. because the mice were constantly attacking their sugarcane fields. Uh, now they have an infestation of Asian mong- mongoose. Mongooses? <laughs> I was going to say, and- like... Yeah, go ahead. And uh, uh, you could just call them um, uh, gumshoes and young gooses. Yeah, but this is the real world. The real and literally, they just redid. That There's a difference. In Sun and moon. <laughs> yeah. So right now, Hawaii has an infestation. They got rid of their. It's the little old lady who swallowed a fly. They got rid yeah. of the rat problem, but they started a mongoose problem. That's a big problem nowadays with invasive species that scientists are just like, well, if we 
introduce an invasive species, why don't we introduce its natural predator? Yeah. Uh, but that ends up being a double-edged sword, too, because then... Ooh, that's a good idea. You can kill all the mongooses with a sword. With, with sword <laughs> slash where you double at, edge. double blade. You just bring a bunch of swords, and then... Yeah, you, you use double-edge, and then uh, everybody faints on each other because it has a recoil type. Um, <laughs> no, it's and it's also like... Um, you know, nowadays they're talking about um, genetically breeding uh, mosquitoes that will end up killing the entire mosquito population. But, of course, you have to deal with the fact that a mosquito is a pest to humans through and through. It's yeah. awful. It causes the most amount of deaths. But in the ecosystem, does it play an important part? You could selectively uh, like introduce a mosquito that could breed itself out of the population uh, over generations by making it so that the females can no longer produce uh, viable young. Yeah, all they do is introduce 4chan into yeah. the mosquito population and the incels end up yeah. vir- virginifying themselves to death. Yeah, it's, it's science. Yeah, they don't masturbate and they explode. Um, <laughs> but science. Like, do do you uh, do you just say to yourself, yeah, mosquitoes deserve to die, or do you realize after you've bred mosquitoes out that they actually were like a linchpin of Mother Nature and you just never noticed it? Yeah. Um, Speaking of linchpins of Mother Nature, there are specific ratatats that I want to discuss. Two different trainers who hold this tiny rat Pokemon and bring it to next levels. Of course, we got to talk about the MVP, Joseph, little Joey. Joey, the top percentage trainer of ratatats. You know, Joey is my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character. Uh, he's got that hey, Brooklyn, he's got that Brooklyn accent. <laughs> hey, Yooks, this dragon's a fucking bitch. Yooks. <laughs> yo, your blue eyes white dragon really put the kibosh on my swordsman. I hate I'm blue- walking here. <laughs> I'm Yu-Gi-Oh in here. Trap card my dick. Uh, But <laughs> I hate blue eyes white dragon because it sounds like a KKK clan member. Like a KKK Nazi, a blue like you'd be like, congratulations, you're the best KKK Nazi. You are the blue. You want to hear another dragon. Peter story? <laughs> another one. <laughs> so another Peter story has to do with uh, what I was saying earlier, how we were playing the fourth generation, and I had to train my Pokemon up every two badges to be the strongest. And um, so what I did in order to train for this was I had to train before the second badge my ass off and I would go against pre-second badge Pokemon nonstop, just getting pittance amount of XP. And I remember uh, at one of these training sessions, I was like, let me put on a movie. Oh, I heard that American History X is a wonderful movie. I'm oh, going to watch no. that. 
So I watched American History History X and I cried and I cried and I cried my eyes out while training my Gyarados and my Gengar um, up on like, you know, just like random, uh, you know, second gym later Pokemon. Meanwhile, I bet I see Dr. Bog on the other place with his tons of bronzors. And I imagine all he's doing is just listening to every Venga Boy song on repeat yeah. and just partying. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, um, yeah, Blue Eyes White Dragon uh, can uh, go to jail and I'd say. learn about uh, diversity. I think so. But this does nothing to do with Joey, so let's discuss Joey. <laughs> Joey is the only NPC Pokemon trainer, I believe, that became a meme. Uh, and its popularity, I think, hit maybe, like, what now? It's been, like, ten years, probably, since that meme was out. Well, one thing I have to tell you is that um, the uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon today is uh, has holds its seven-year-old anniversary Oof. so yeah let that be a uh time uh warp for you so he's the first trainer you face in gen 2 uh and he states that uh he has a super cool ratatat his ratatat is different from regular ratatats <laughs> It's like the Ratatat is in the top percentage of Ratatats. Yeah. Do you know what he's saying? Uh, and in this game, they added something where you have, like, cell phones. <laughs> so if you want to, like, battle somebody again, they'll call you. And he'll legit just keep talking shit on you about his really cool Ratatat. And Joey has continued through that because... Um, in the beginning, when you first see him, he's first seen battling another youngster, Mikey, and they're blocking the route. Yeah. Uh, you have to deliver the mystery egg to Professor Elm. That becomes your Togepi, I believe. When they're done battling, he's ready. He'll he'll attack you with his Ratatat. And then as time goes on, he'll continue to talk shit on you about his Ratatat and even talk shit about how good his Ratatat is. Even when it's Eradicate, he'll still call it his Ratatat. Um, and... He always talks about how he will only raise this one Pokemon and appears in other games and also appeared in the manga where Joey is Professor Elm's assistant and errand boy. And he always has a Ratatat with him and is drawn as the Joey. Um, in the translation of the manga, at first they translated him as, as, as Grant, but Viz Media translated it, retranslated it for them to identify him as Joey. So Joey is now like a character in the manga, appears in multiple games, and the only thing that remains the same is that he always talks shit on people and says his Ratatat is a fucking boss. I mean, they know when they hit gold. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Nothing beats it. And the best part is that, like, of course he's the first trainer, so he's there for you to, like, kick his shit in. But, yeah. like... I mean, over the years, they've toned down the idea of a and i know you're gonna uh want to skip into the next thing uh, after i say this they've toned down the uh idea of like a really strong like 
capable rival who's always like egging you on. Uh, but, um, yeah, Joey just personifies that just a person who is overly confident and thinks he's the, the boss and the bomb. And I, I, I think that that's like what people gravitate towards. Like people want to prove their, their, uh, rivals and the people who think they're superior to them. Uh, uh, wrong. They want to say, like, yeah, of course, I'll come back to fight you, Joey. You've <laughs> called me, and I'm the champion of the Indigo League, Joey. I'm a second-generation uh, battler who has 16 badges, Joey. But I'll come back, and I'll say, to hell with you. I was so. watching a, a video today about the timelines of Pokemon. And the craziest thing in Pokemon that I never realized is that in the first game, you're either red. You're basically, you're red, according to it. Even if you play red or blue, you're red. And you uh, beat the Pokemon League and become the strongest Pokemon trainer in the world at the age of 10. I think they say it went a year, so you're like 11. And you've beaten everybody and you are the king. Three years go by and you are a new person. You are, I think, is it silver, the main character, or gold? I forget. Gold is the main character. Yeah, Faulkner is a bad guy and stuff. But, like, you fight, you get all the gyms done, you do all the shit, and then at the end, you climb to the top of a mountain where you find Red, who's become the strongest trainer in the entire world, hasn't even graduated middle school, but has found (laughs) the world of Pokemon battling and finding power so, like, futile that he is left and is now living at the top of, like, Mount Himalayas by himself. <laughs> How fucking wild is that? And he's 13. Sounds like the dream to me. Yeah. At 13, <laughs> I was still being made fun of for wearing Pokemon t-shirts. I had glasses and, and braces at the same time. Imagine that. <laughs> the trifecta. Well, yeah. being a nerd is the third part. But uh, we have to talk. <laughs> Speaking of being a nerd... Uh, Blue is here. Red's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Blue's Radicate. Do you know about Blue's Radicate? Sarah, do you know? No. So Blue, also known as Gary, who we described in earlier episodes, is supposed to be modeled after a very famous Nintendo uh, executive. Really? Um, yeah, didn't we say that? He's supposed to be... I don't um, remember. I, he's supposed to be Awada? Oh, okay. I I don't remember that because I I don't I just know Awada as the 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 Pokemon Gold and Silver Savior. Mm-hmm. So Actually no, it may not be Awada. It's a uh... Who was it? Oh my god. Was it we'll I'll get the we'll have to listen to earlier episodes and bring it back. But um too much info at once. Uh, yeah. so blue is your rival or Gary, and he has a team that is pretty consistent throughout the game. Um, and you end up going to the SSN, Sarah, which I think you're getting close to playing the game. You get onto the SSN and he's going to battle you with his level 19 Pidgeotto, his level 16 Raticate, which was a Rattatat that he had early on that you've battled him multiple times within the game. His level 18 Kadabra, which has all these have evolved from their lower forms as you battled him throughout the game. 
and a level 20 version of his starter Pokemon. So, of course, we know whatever you pick, he picks what's super effective against it. Uh, so, you fight him in the SSN, you get cut, and you step off the boat, and it leaves the second you step off. Oh, man, I was supposed to go on that boat. Fuck. Whatever. I can't How- stand fancy dudes. You can't. You can't. But, however, the next time you meet Gary, Blue, uh, his team is a level 25 Pidgeotto, a That's level an, uh, 23 Gyarados, the, a level uh, 22 Growlithe, a level 20 Kadabra, and everybody shows up again, but his Raticate's gone. And where you meet him is the Pokemon Tower in Lavender yeah. Town, which is a tower, which we learned recently means a tall structure. And <laughs> uh, it is it is literally a graveyard where people go and put their Pokemon to rest. Yes. You haven't seen him since the SSN, and all he says is, do you know what it's like to have a Pokemon die? Oh, no. So Raticate died? The lore that people have kind of extrapolated in a Dark Souls-esque way from the original Pokemon game is that you defeated his Pokemon, including his Raticate, and he was stuck on the SSN as it left earlier than it was expected and couldn't make it to heal him up, and his Raticate didn't make it. So they played Nuzlocke st- style then, huh? <laughs> if that's true, well, you'd meet him once and it would be over. That, well, yeah. I guess they make the exception for, you know, us because we're just that much of a great trainer. No, but Professor Oak would be so bummed if he's just like, hi, my grandson, let's have some poke." It's fucking dead. Like, it's <laughs> like he's like, here's two Pokemon. I, you just I fucking to- murder a Squirtle on the floor of his lab. I have to give you another Squirtle. (laughs) So how do you make a Pokemon die versus faint? Um, I think it's like they faint. It's kind of like when you you think of boxing, like people have died in the boxing ring, but like you can knock someone the fuck out and you don't have to murder them. So I think it's just complications of the, the battle. Yeah. Like you know, like you, we we gave the Raticate a concussion and it instantly went to sleep and didn't wake up or Nurse, something. Nurse Joy has uh, brought Ash's Pokemon back to full health plenty of times, but there's a couple of times where she said to Ash, like, "They might hey, die." Yeah. Seriously, if your Pokemon gets this sick, you gotta bring them in faster because that's not cool. And that was usually when he was a, a, a new trainer. But, like, every once in a while, Nurse Joy is yeah. like, hey, yeah. listen, you can't put Gorilla Glue on your Pokemon. <laughs> you can't let, like, I know you like stealing bikes, but you can't let Pikachu get gangbanged by Spiros. And yeah. it's always Pikachu. Like, Pika- Pikachu is always on the brink of death in those early episodes. Yeah, because Pikachu's pretty... You know, <laughs> but like he fucking throws Pikachu at everything. It's his yeah. fix all to beat Onyx. He fucking attaches it to like a windmill, like a fucking yeah generator like a, for a town. Yeah. Like if my flashlight wasn't strong enough, I wouldn't fucking hook it up to a car battery or some shit. <laughs> like it'd be pretty cool if you did, though. It would be pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, I've watched yeah. YouTube videos that are an hour long for less. So yeah, <laughs> I just like when they get really hot knives and they cut things with it. If you haven't gone down that rat hole, I was gonna say that, what that word <laughs> that, that kind of sounds like my um my soap cutting um 
obsession for the ASMR ever... stuff. Soap cutting. I mean, oh my there's gosh. a there's one Have... YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel that I subscribe to. It's uh, like a Japanese channel, and he makes knives out of like. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like bones or like cardboard, and he he's got to be some sort of like materials engineer. And he's like, well, first you grind up the bones, and then you mix it with these like common household items, and then it becomes stronger than steel. And then you sharpen it, and like it, it's that's it's, mesmerizing. It, yeah, I'll I'll. I'll recommend you guys his videos. Yeah, share it to us. Yeah. We have, we're not it's we're stronger close. than eradicates <laughs> teeth. Teeth. Okay. Well, I was going to say, we're at 52 minutes and we still haven't discussed eradicate. Let's get in there uh, about who needs rat, eradicate. Eradicate. It's rat and eradicate together. Its Japanese name is just rata, which means rat. And as we said, it's German name. Shout out to Carl, our buddy Carl. It's uh, it's like imagine Carl with two long teeth. It's Rata Carl. Rata Carl. And it's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like a koipu, which is a South American rodent, perhaps a guinea pig or a muskrat. Yeah, I've been drawing Radita and Radicate this entire time, and he has a pretty large genitals as well. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, it kind of looks like the Alolan version has like a ball sack on his face. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. <laughs> um, and it's hairy too. Yeah, he's well, got, got a lot teeth. Of power. He's got teeth that will grow forever unless you cut them, which. Um, Peter's story, uh, a lot of the things that I used to do when I was a vet tech at a veterinarian's office was uh, take appointments for people who needed their um, rodents' teeth trimmed. So you would basically take a really strong pair of scissors or like a oh, nail trimmers. That sounds you bring painful. It you bring it up to their teeth and they just, you know, squeak because they were, you know, scared, but it doesn't hurt them. Is it kind of uh, like cutting I, their nails? Yeah, but it's like so much more visceral because like yeah. it's so in your mouth, yeah, and right uh, in their mouth, and you go, and it's it sounds like the hugest creak, and then all of a sudden, like you know, their teeth are gone, and then they won't po- pose a danger to themselves, and they're, they're is fine it easy to happy. like fuck that up? Like, could you accidentally no. just like pull out their whole tooth? No, you can't do that. Well, not not good. with them. Uh, yeah. He, I don't think you'd be able to do that with Eradicate either because according to like the Pokedex. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Pokedex entry. <laughs> it's just like it could bite through the fucking world. Like, it's, yeah, it, says it, can that, chew, it, can, it says it can chew apart cinder walls and well, concrete. It says one it's, of the it's, Pokedex entries says that it will easily bite your hand off if you get too close. <laughs> No, it, no, it says it'll cleanly bite your hand off. So like cleanly, not only will yeah. not only will it bite it off, but it'll do it like like in in a very like organized fashion so you can see your whole entire layer of like bone, muscle, tendon, skin just in a clean slice. It yeah. says it can chew through steel and it'll chew through the walls of your house. So it's like Oh, cool. It'll cleanly bite through my hand. Then I just won't go near one. And then it's just like, listen, it's going to fucking chew its way into your home while you're sleeping and chew your fucking head off. 
Sounds with like its something related fang. to termites. I mean, Super Fang is its signature move, and it'll it'll half kill anything <laughs> besides Which a is, ghost. But it can't kill any. You can't kill anything with with Hyper Fang or Super Fang, right? No, you can't. It'll just keep on halving it, and if you're at one HP, it'll miss. Yeah, because that it'll always it can it'll do half your HP, and half of one is in the Pokemon world is nothing. It's all or nothing. Yeah, half of one in the Pokemon world is one. Something crazy. Uh, well, we haven't really done well. The Alone Rattata. Who gives a shit? But this is kind of crazy that the Alone Rattata apparently is super picky when it comes to food. They say yeah. that it has an incredible nose and some weird like flavor text in the game is a low and Rattatat or and Rattatat and Raticate commands. Uh, well, basically it collects food while it remains in its nests and eats. It's so selective of what it eats. However, only eating fresh, high quality foods. Rumor has it that a certain high class restaurant exploits this selectivity, bringing Raticate along to buy ingredients and letting it taste and test new dishes oh look wow at that. sarah you saw ratatouille how close is that <laughs> that sounds pretty close except ratatouille like the mouse is the one actually making the gourmet food or helping oh, okay. to make it um, it's a cute movie it, the Man, it's been like it's been a long time since i've seen it though i just know Patton oswald's in it and he's a cool dude yeah uh, the only so is that why thing... alolan raticates like mouth looks like it's stuffed so much it looks like a ball sack because it guess. always has food in there Maybe. Yeah, or I mean, just gotta, they're particularly, you know... uh, well, I, apparently they evolved differently because of the young gooses and gumshoes that were introduced oh. to uh, the Alolan region so that they um, tried to outsmart them by becoming nocturnal and then also living close to humans to avoid, like, the... Um, the wilds where the um, mongooses, young gooses, gumshoes were. So apparently that's where the rapid evolution. I mean, uh, can we get a applause? I, I know that Pokemon evolve with like levels and strength, but like in the, you know, real world, which is sadly not the Pokemon world, uh, that would take thousands and thousands of generations so like that's pretty interesting that just because of uh it was introduced uh a natural predator uh meant that it it changed its appearance and its uh sleep habits like you know almost in a couple of generations well that's how i, I love... feel about covid <laughs> yeah right i i feel like the forms adding Alolan, Galarian, uh, really cool, exciting way to mix up Pokemon yeah. more so than, you know, mega evolutions or anything. So very yeah. cool. I kind of, I, you know, I love the, uh, new forms and I'm glad that they persisted into sword and shield, but I really hate the fact that they kind of dropped mega evolutions. I thought yeah. that those were fun too. And yeah, you, they didn't commit to them. They just kind of like 
did it and they're like uh it, okay we're done <laughs> yeah but then like they evolved it into like dynamax and all of that in the, in the recent generation yeah, but you dynamax is even stronger than z moves and mega evolutions and like right. but it's so temporary yeah i mean i guess so but, is mega evolution but yeah they're they're gone now like you can't really even mega evolve anymore right well, technically yeah. they moves. are a different um they're an alternate reality of the game the game like whole generate like i just i watched the whole game uh, a whole youtube video today about the timeline of pokemon and the mega evolution is a separate timeline oh what do you mean then like the current one just yeah. like the legend of zelda kind of yeah but weird things like did you know that the third generation and the first generation happen at the same time no isn't that weird yeah, there's a lot of Wait, interesting Wait, so I'm stuff. just kind of, I'm now I'm like totally confused. So I, I'm trying to. I don't know like, any so, of this. So stuff. the generations happen at different times. They're not like, I guess that makes sense. They're not simultaneous. But... They do. But they fuck them up sometimes too. Like, Get for example, Wally, that one character, like he mm-hmm. shows up in multiple games, but there's a game where like red and blue are in it at the end and they're in their like 30s but like wally should technically be at least like 20 or 30 in it and he still looks like an eight-year-old kid like that's so interesting because like like my perspective of pokemon is just that they're with all the generations i don't view them as generations i kind of view them as like different parts of the world that you're exploring like in the same universe you know what i mean yeah well like some characters there is crossover red and blue show up in a bunch of different places um there is in i think it's black is it it's either black two black and white two or sun and moon in diamond and pearl jasmine appears after your eighth gym badge that's the only thing i really remember yeah and the thing that's crazy about it is like there's one boss you go against all of the bosses of every game from a universe where they won so like giovanni when their plan went through like all the stuff so it's it's crazy there's all these other multi-dimensional things and the one thing i took away from it is with sword and shield they keep it so ambiguous that you can't really fit it into a universe or anything it's just pokemon and it's fun and nice so they just did that i'm like i'm cool with yeah that. but i feel like it's definitely a more recent time frame that generation the sword and shield generation yeah but you it's don't more know advanced. Like in technology, yeah. at least. It's yeah, but I mean, you don't you don't know. It's always different. It's always different. I suppose, different. yeah. And yeah, it needs. I to guess be like the Dynamax layers can. I guess like the Dynamax layers can be viewed as something as more like, like in the fossil generation, maybe like that's something that just doesn't happen anymore. It was like urban legend, maybe you know. Well, I could see that yeah, with everything, but you never know. And of course, they have those legendaries that break the different dimensions and stuff, and that's how they were able to. Really get well, I remember Dave. Like you and I watched this pretty cool video a breakdown of the uh, all the legendary Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we yeah, have to look that up again. Yeah, yeah, and how like all the legendary Pokemon like um, really contribute to the way of life in the Pokemon universe, and how they all relate to each other, and how like you know certain Pokemon, you know, make certain things happen or make yeah. certain things like you know part of reality, like life, death, um, water, ground, like the elements, things like that. And at the very, very top of it all, it goes, you know, because there's, like, the creator of the space and time. There's, like, Dialga and Palkia. There's the creator of all Pokemon. There's Arceus. And then there is the strongest, most top percentage Pokemon of all, 
Joey's Ratatat. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say that. <laughs> um, I think what's really important for um, listeners to realize, too, is that uh, regardless of um, if you are the best that you can be, there's always a stronger <laughs> person out there that's genetically <laughs> disposed to... <laughs> To being more than two feet four inches and fifty six pounds, <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean that you can't take him out with a focus sash, endeavor, quick attack, rat. And just being a rat. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The David so, Goliath story. You might be weaker. You might not have the height. You might not have the weight, but you bring together a beautiful circumstance of moves, and it doesn't matter how strong you are or how hard you worked. Your plan comes together if you execute it perfectly. You can take on anything. This is the first Pokemon that, regardless of what somebody throws at you, you could be level one. You know, it's hard to imagine because in Pokemon Red and Blue, you could only get as low as level two. And Rattata could be caught as low as level two. But yeah, when a Pokemon is born, they're level one. And you can still, as a newborn, a basically, you know, just out of the egg Pokemon, you could take out the strongest statistically perfect IV'd uh, Mewtwo with perfect special attack and speed EVs. If the person looks at you and says, oh, you're weak, you can take it on. And that's a beautiful lesson for everyone. Hey, be the top percentage you. <laughs> yeah. Go out there. Uh, uh, this sounds like we're going to end it, but I have to finish with my final thing. I there have was no. More. Do you have more? Uh, I have that a... Um, Male rats are called bucks. <laughs> Female rats are called does. Pregnant rats are called dams. And infants are called... Because they got banged. Yeah, because they got <laughs> <Sorry>. baps. <laughs> if, you get, if you get fucked in real life, you could say, hey, I'm a dam. Um, <laughs> and uh, babies are called kittens or pups. Oh, they, what? And a group is called a mischief. That's cute. That that speaks to rat, Rattata yeah. for sure. Did you did you also it. know that Rattatas or uh, real life rats uh, have a strong sense of smell and can detect landmines in real life and diagnose oh, tuberculosis? Oh shit! <laughs> That's why Joey's mom was saved from <laughs> tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, and landmines. Joey's dad. Almost lost a leg, but he only lost an, uh, a foot. Yeah. Did you know that rats can swim through sewer pipes and climb out of your toilets? Yeah, that... Oh, God. Could you imagine? Did you know that uh, rats are actually, in real life, the most prolific invasive species? They have... Uh, incorporated themselves into every continent's ecosystem except for antarctica 
and are potentially responsible to 40 for 40 to 60 percent of reptile and seabird extinctions throughout the world oh my god because they, i'm not surprised oh my gosh they, when a new species is introduced into an ecosystem the locals don't know to watch out for them because they've never evolved with them or seen them before so they'll just let them eat their eggs they're just like fuck i don't fucking know what you are but you're probably not bad because my programming doesn't say that you're bad so yeah eat my eggs you just walk away with them i don't know what you are you're probably god i don't know that's so wild yeah so can we all agree at the very least that new york city rats are like their own species I mean, they're like the size of Rattata. They're the top percentage of rats. (laughs) They're the top percentage, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I can agree with that. Like if Joey was brought (laughs) into the the Big Apple, he'd say, oh, well, I guess not. Well, my Rattata is actually shit. You know, I was in New York City once and I think the like, I know everyone's like, oh, I see, I've seen a rat do this. I've seen a rat do this and, and that in New York City. I saw a rat once in New York City um, have an entire like venti um, iced drink from Starbucks just in its mouth dragging it. I was like, what the hell am I seeing right now? Uh, and that was an Alolan Rattata because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a gourmand. But nobody else in the city was looking at it. They're like, yeah, that's actually not surprising. Like I, I saw a rat the other day that had like a like a whole fucking pie of pizza in its mouth. Like that's nothing. Yeah, pizza rat, pizza rat. Uh, I don't actually have that much more, except for the fact that um, oh geez. I mean, I guess I could talk more. Um, uh, The only other thing that I had on my notes was that um, they actually do have an interesting, like, social dynamic. Or that, according to my research, the Raticate are actually part of the Ratata Raticate nest. Where there's actually, like, multiple males and female Raticate that command their young, the Rattata, to go out and um, grab food for them. Like, get the food, food right? Them. Yeah. yeah. It's Which like, is it something... kind of reminds me of, like, you know, the bee and the beehive kind of dynamic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're actually, you know, there's a, a, a social, like, hey... You are the young worker who needs to go out and grab food for the nest. And I, I don't really – before this podcast at least, I didn't really realize that there was any relationship between uh, a lot of evolved forms in the wild and their um, you know, under-evolved uh, counterpart or at least not that often. So like this is one of the cases where – the evolved Raticate actually sends out its young Rattata to go fend, uh, to grab food for the nest. So that's really interesting to know, too. That may be why you find all those level two ones on uh, on the road up from Pallet. Yeah, and why I killed so many of them. Yeah. It's just like, I'm still hungry. Where's my... Oh, no! 
Yeah, apparently they breed really rapidly because of how often their young are killed as well. So yeah, so many scratches. <laughs> yeah, have killed their kids. They just don't use fear enough. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Well, they where are they going to find focus to ashes? I mean, I have like hardly any myself. So maybe they go to Focus Rag Shop and get a big focus ream of cloth and cut some sashes out of it. Or you could just pull it from your focus robe. Take the sash yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah, but then... I mean, I only have one robe, and it only has one sash, so... What if you just gave them, like, a uh, Ritalin? <laughs> so that no, they can finally the, focus? What's, yeah, what is Ritalin? What's the one you give someone, in, like, with ADHD? Adderall? Adderall, well, that's it. In college, you sell people Adderall so that they can uh, keep one HP. (laughs) (laughs) Then they use Endeavor and murder. I sent everybody a picture of uh, what I assume uh, Ratchetta and Eradicate look like. (laughs) (laughs) Were you drawing that the entire podcast? Yeah. (laughs) I love that this, I guess it's Eradicate, has a huge spiky tail, a giant dick, and six nipples. Yeah. Um, if you want to see this uh, artwork, you can either go to our, um, what, Instagram? Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Find us on our Instagram. There's going to be artwork uh, posted as well as me in my uh, focus sash and only my <laughs> focus sash. <laughs> um, the only other thing I have to say is nobody owned Ratatat or Raticate.com before it became a forwarding site to Pokemon.com for the 2000 movie. Probably because so, no one had, a, no one, had a, no one knew how to spell a Rattata, Tata, Titty Tat. <laughs> well, yeah. somebody owns both of them now, and oh. they it's basically one of those pages where it says you can currently buy it and ask bid starting at $5,900. Oh Jesus! Oh, come on. Uh, but they're giving. I actually, you... I what listened to the band Ratatat while I was researching it. So I looked them up too, and they apparently it has nothing to do with it. But some people have made the reference. But on Ratatat.com right now, it has generic links uh, for Pokemon cards, free computer games, cards against Marvel, want to build an app, buy Ethereum. Vanguard, open Roth IRAs, shiny Pikachu, buy classic WoW Gold, shiny Pokemon cards, and free Robux card codes. Oh, I have two things to say about that. Um, One thing is that if you are actually looking to invest into your future, you should definitely consider opening a Vanguard Roth IRA. (laughs) I've Um, just been putting all of my money into free Robux cards that's true uh one of the other things yeah that's right dirt bike um, actually that was chainsaw get it right oh <laughs> chainsaw oh my god and he's actually not where he's supposed to be so let me go yell at him and tell him to go chase a rattata i have a pokemon card that's kind of like reversed foiled from like way back in the day i have no idea whether it's legit or not but it's eradicate does it look like uh like fireworks it's like really uh, silvery and like it's, you know, obviously uh, shiny where a normal holographic shouldn't be. And it looks like it's base set radicate form. 
I have no idea where I got it. I think it was my friend Robbie back in the day gave it to me, and he said he got it from somewhere. Uh, it could either be fake, or it could be part of an anniversary set that was um, basically like these firework-type things. But we can take a photo and send it out to Val, Yeah, and he can definitely let us know. Well, I mean, if I had every single question answered by Val, I'd nonstop be harassing him. That's true. And I'd hey, probably it's easy to do. I'd probably end up making out with him and Aww. like settling down with him. So Hey man. Worse things can happen. Yeah. Malden well, would be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So that's all we have to say about rats. Yeah, I mean Jesus Christ, I thought that I wouldn't have a lot to say, but... I was going to say, this is probably one of our more more lengthy episodes, and I was like, man, we're going to Rattata, this is going to be like pulling teeth. Yeah, don't worry, next episode, I won't have anything to say. What is the but next our, episode? Our Spiro. Uh, Spiro. Spiro. Oh, they're just dicks. Yeah, they're yeah. just angry all the time. I they're use just angry lot. Pidgeys. I just call them angry Pidgeys. When I was younger, I used a lot of Firo. I, uh, Do they use I, fear? They, no, they don't, they, right? I'm not sure, actually. You'll find fees. out. <laughs> it would be fees then, too. I don't know if they have a um, a priority move, but I'll do the research. I'll find out. Fear. Do you know about fear? Now I do. <laughs> um. Yeah. So sh- sh- shout outs to our uh, friend Radicarl uh, on yep. the every F and F uh, Radcast. <laughs> I was going to say it would have been fun because today is a Chinese New Year if it was the year of the rat, but it's not. No, it's no. the year of the Tauros. Yes, Tauros, we're coming Tauros. for you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, I mean, we're getting there really fast, so, you know. Yeah, we're gaining speed. And maybe we'll by more- March. We'll have more guests and more people on the way. So, thank yeah. you for listening. If and... you want, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, contact Dave or Sarah because you probably won't be able to find me. It's because he's hiding. <laughs> I'm in the Viridian Forest. Hunting uh, some some eradicate. <laughs> hunting some Pikachu's. You mean Pika Buds? Pika Blues. <laughs> I don't even get it. Okay, bye. (laughs) See ya.